Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Thanks again to TommyJohn.com for sponsoring this podcast. More on them in just a moment. First, though, the always well-coiffed, well-groomed, and well-dressed Stephen Hayes is here with us. And I've been asking you, why isn't WikiLeaks making people go, holy crap? Am I wrong that there's holy crap stuff in the WikiLeaks yeah. information? I mean, I I, th- I think there certainly is. And we've seen some reporting on some of it. I mean, you know, there's a sense that it's not being reported. There's a sense from mm-hmm. conservatives and Trump supporters that it's not being reported. That's not exactly true. I mean, Washington Post day after day after day has put the WikiLeaks story on its front page. New York Times has to a certain extent as well. I guess it's a question of emphasis. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're not reporting on some of these things that I think many of us perceive as scandalous as scandalous. Uh, they're covering this more as sort of this is routine behind the scenes conversation. Oh, okay. And a lot of it is. I mean, in some respects, you can take some comfort in the things that you're reading John Podesta saying. I mean, he's making fun of the far left of the Democratic Party. Right. He's taking shots at Bernie Sanders. He's beating up the <laughs> Enviros. You know, there are reasons to feel a little sure. bit better about a prospective Hillary Clinton presidency. It's hard to say that. Um <laughs> By reading think, these emails, if, exactly. if you think that John Podesta, you know, who's a committed liberal, sure. but, you know, not, see, it seems from these WikiLeaks, not prone to sort of the hysteria of the far left. Uh-huh. I think one reason why we, they're not having impact is because there's so much information. I mean, just, it's a, you know, a tidal wave every day by like the fourth or fifth wave. You're like, what? So that's why I wanted to ask you to reach in to these mounds of juicy and interesting and potentially criminal you know, comments. What are the ones that we ought to be focusing on? Well, I think I think the biggest emails in some respects are, are the things that we've seen just over the past few days, and they relate to the president's use of email with Hillary Clinton. And what, what did he actually do that caught your eye? Well, remember, the president was asked um, in – I don't remember the month uh, – March, I believe, March of 20 – it was actually March 7th, 2015 – um, by Bill Plant of CBS when he first learned that Hillary Clinton had uh, this unsecure server. And the president said, I learned when I read it in the news reports. And we later, of course, learned that the president of the United States has been exchanging emails with this Hillary Clinton non-governmental email address. And I think many people concluded, not unreasonably, that the president had been fibbing when mm-hmm. he said, first to Bill Plant and later to Steve Croft, that he had no knowledge that Hillary Clinton had this private unsecured server. What the White House said in defense of the president was the president didn't know that it was an unsecured server. Of course, he was emailing with her, but there was no way to tell from her email address that this was some unsecured server and that she was doing official business. But I find that a deeply unsatisfying answer. Well, let me stop just to remind everybody, her email address was like Hillary HRC uh, yeah, 22 at Hillary dot net or Clinton. Right. I mean, it, it was clearly not dot gov. I mean, that's exactly. all you had to see. It was so, not state dot gov. I mean, for I'm not. Let's say just theoretically that I knew a guy who hosted a podcast who occasionally went to adult websites. <laughs> you learn to pay attention to the emails that you're getting and you know, the little, the odd email addresses. You just don't click on anything. Right. I'm just like this guy that I hear about yeah. that might be out there somewhere. So here we have the president of the United States, leader of the free world, communicating with the secretary of state who knows information about military actions inside other countries right. that other countries haven't approved of. And it doesn't occur to him to notice that it's coming from you know, I love Bill dot 
com or whatever. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, if you, if you take let's let's take the White House's defense of the president at face value. Okay. Right? He really didn't know this was an unsecured server. It never jumped out to him. Mike, I mean, there are a series of questions that arise from that. Did the president ever ask anybody why his secretary of state was using a non-governmental email to communicate with him? Did he ever ask anyone about the security of her communications? I mean, did it ever occur to him to say, hmm, I wonder if what I'm sending is secure or not? If he was discussing anything at all sensitive with her, shouldn't he have asked those questions? Mm -hmm. Obviously, he should have. Is the president currently communicating with anybody on a non-governmental email address? And if he is, has he checked the security of those email addresses of people with whom he's corresponding? This opens the president up to a series of questions I think very serious questions. If their case is that the president has done nothing wrong, is it the case that he's still doing this now? So in other words, if I send him an email from and my email address, michael at michaelgram.com, which, you know, for work, whatever, would he really on the other end at obamawhitehouse.gov, would he really go, oh, here, Michael, sounds safe to me. Click. I mean, is he really going to do I mean, it is safe. Well, but, he might worry about your use exactly. of adult. Good I mean, point. Exactly. not yours. But, well, you know. the NSA, I'm sure, knows all about it, so why even try to hide it? But you see what I'm saying? I yeah. just, I want to think that when you're the president of the United States doing official business, right. that everything goes through some kind of .gov clearinghouse or If you listen to, to what James Comey said, I believe it was in his testimony before Congress, he said that he thought that Google had better security <laughs> than Hillary Clinton's private server, right? right. What, did, what are John Podesta's emails? They're Google. I mean, they were hacked. We're right. now looking at them because they're not that secure. So the idea that the mm-hmm. president of the United States would have been communicating with uh, about work matters with his secretary of state, his top foreign policy advisors, and it never would have occurred to him to stop to ask if this was secure is pretty extraordinary. It and, is. And, and, the, and, and frankly – Josh Ernest should be getting more questions about this. I mean, the White House press briefing right now is is you know so consumed with the presidential and I think side issues. This is an issue in which Josh Ernest should have to answer question after question after question until he can answer them. He should keep getting the questions. I absolutely agree. And if you have questions about how you can look and feel your best every day, start at TommyJohn.com. You know, we all can't be Steve Hayes appearing on television with a flock of makeup artists and costumers, but we can, guys. Look better and feel better with TommyJohn.com products. Tommy John is a revolution in men's underwear that focuses on fit, fabric, and function, shirts that stay tucked, socks that stay up, and underwear that keeps everything in place whichever way a man moves. I've been wearing Tommy John products for months now. I am never going back. I'm longer in the torso. I've never found t-shirts that fit before. Now I've got them from TommyJohn.com. Love the no-slip socks. Unique Invisigrip technology that keeps the socks from sagging and the underwear feels great and you look better, guys, when you wear it. And here's the best part. You can try TommyJohn.com with 20% off your first purchase because you listen to this podcast. Just go to TommyJohn.com, spelled like it sounds, Tommy John, J-O-H-N, backslash Weekly Standard and use the promo code Weekly Standard. That's TommyJohn.com slash Weekly Standard, promo code Weekly Standard for 20% off your first purchase. And thanks again to the folks at TommyJohn.com for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, so before I get to the big question, one of the reports I saw said that President Obama used a pseudonym in some of his emails with Hillary Clinton. Why, if you're on a completely secure system, Steve Hayes, would you need to use your fake name, uh, whatever, you know, yeah. Jamball One or, right. you know, hanging with Kanye or whatever his nickname is. 
Why would you need to use a fake name? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I think it's a very good question. I, I suspect what they would say is they didn't want it to be obvious to anybody internally who could see what the president oh, okay. was saying. That might have, you know, maybe he was um, doing side deals with Hillary Clinton about – you know, what the policy would be in Libya or Syria or addressing those concerns. Or, or getting a future gig at and the Clinton he didn't Foundation because yeah. it pays so well. And he didn't want to, to oh, have okay. people be able to see that. Okay. But, I mean, it's a, it's a valid question. I mean, why would he? And that brings us to the big final question for this podcast. Why isn't President Obama questionable statements, questionable security? Why isn't that the Wiki, WikiLeaks lead? It ought to be. It ought to be. I mean, in, in particular, when you look, you know, having defended the mainstream media against uh, charges that they aren't covering this, they are. It's a matter of emphasis. It's a matter of tone. It's how they're covering this. I mean, you know, you have the New York Times with this new policy of calling Donald Trump out when he lies. And mm-hmm. you see them use the word lie with some regularity now in the New York Times. I favor that policy. I think it's a good policy. When Donald Trump lies, he should be called on his mm-hmm. lies. What about President Obama? We, we, I can point to things that are black and white categorical lies that right. he's told, and they're not calling him out on this. At the very least, uh, you know, you, the White House has a defense on this, right? So, sure. so they can say, no, the president maybe didn't lie. Fair enough. But at the very least, I would expect there to be highly skeptical tone in the coverage of what the president is saying. I mean, you look at the way that the president answered the question from Bill Plant, and he was halting and hesitating. Right. He clearly knew that at the very least he was being misleading mm-hmm. and disingenuous. And I don't think you've seen the coverage reflect that. And then you look at the way that the Clinton team, and these are the revelations just over the past couple of days, how they reacted when they saw the president say what he said, they panicked. Right. So Neera Tannen in, in her final email to John Podesta said, this is a Cheryl special. This is something that we're going to have to clean up. Um, and they wanted to get away with it. That was her phrase. They wanted to get away with it. They understood immediately how potentially damaging this was, how controversial this was. And they sent Hillary Clinton out three days later to do her now infamous press conference at the United Nation, whereas we've discussed before, if you went back today, went through the transcript and fact-checked that, that entire press conference, you would have a dozen or more of things that we know now are just factually incorrect. Well, what bothers me is I thought that once the president was, was, became involved, once his emails appeared, that then the press would say, OK, we've got to do our job and cover this like news. And they, even though there is some coverage, they're not covering it the way they would cover it like news. I, I get a sense that they're covering it the same way that you kind of eat your vegetables. You know, OK, right. we have to do this. I, the broccoli got eaten, mom. Where's my pie? And so that's where we are. Steve Hayes, thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. We appreciate your time. Anytime. Can I get some Tommy John? No. Well, actually, you can go to TommyJohn.com. Best underwear, T-shirt, socks you will ever wear in your life. So comfortable. Feel great. Look great. And thanks to them for sponsoring this podcast. One more thing. If you don't want to miss another episode of the podcast, go to iTunes and you can subscribe. It's free. Where you're there, uh, let people know what you think of the podcast. You can rate it. Let, that's how people find other podcasts to listen to. And we always have a great time here at the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham.